Jess and Aaron with Best Business Partners. We are here with the Executive Director of Crow and one of my personal wonderful good friends, Allison Hussey, who I've known for way, way too long. Um, just just since high school, so only about 10 years. Oh, 10 wow. years, yeah. That's I like that. Yeah, nice. I know, like 25. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. And being on our podcast. So we're excited to hear all about Crow, but we want to hear a little bit about you and where what brought you to where you are today and your history so i am a recovering attorney um i practiced law for 20 years here in in fort myers and cape coral in southwest florida and always as you know always doing nonprofit work and I got a call and and they said that crow was looking for a new executive director and it ticked all the boxes, kind of God was giving me a, hit my head, yeah. hit me upside the head with a frying pan. And mm-hmm. and so after 20 years of practicing law, I've been at Crow going on five years now. Wow, uh, has it been five years it's already? It's been almost five years. So five tell years in our listeners what Crow is. What is the acronym? So Crow for? stands for the Clinic for the Rehabilitation of Wildlife. And we are a wildlife animal hospital located on Sanibel Island. However... of our patients actually come from the mainland. Okay. So we um, treat native and migratory wildlife. Wow. And it has been in existence for 55 years now. No, I knew it was old. I didn't know it was that old. It is. It is. Our founder found a royal turn on the causeway and called her friend. So hold on a second. Wait. It found a what? A royal turn. So... I was thinking like a queen. (laughs) When we were kids, we all called them seagulls. Oh, right. Okay. Well, there's different. For some of us here at the table, we're still calling them seagulls, but okay. There's there are different different um, species of terns that are seagulls, and so she found one and called another veterinarian and said, "I found this bird." what do I do with it? And Dr. Douglas said, take it home. I'll be over afterwards. And hmm. they took care of it there. And, and by the end of that first year, they were t- they taking care of 600 patients. Wow. In the first year. In the first year. Wow. And we now treat on average, now Hurricane Ian threw us for a loop, but yeah. we treat on average over 6,000 patients wow. every year. Now. A year. Yes. Wow. Yes. I love how you call pa- them patients. Yeah. That's so cute. Well, they are. We're a well, hospital. Yes. And, yeah. yes. And I just never patients. looked at it that What's way. What's the most unusual animal you've had? Uh, well, I, th- I think the, the ones that we like are the ones that we don't see all that often. Sure. Um, our hospital staff is amazing, and they treat... Most of our patients are birds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I thought it was always birds. 60% are, are birds. Wow. Uh, and then... About 30% are mammals, so your raccoons and your opossums and your baby bunnies and squirrels. And then about 10% are uh, reptiles, so turtles, sea turtles. No. Sure, sea turtles. I like sea turtles, but not like turtles. Lizards and stuff. Snakes, alligators, I'm out. I I wouldn't say we treat that many lizards um, (laughs) just because if they're injured, usually it's. It's yeah, not a good situation. Time to go down. It's not, yeah. But we will treat some snakes. Um, mm-hmm. And snakes, I, I know, I, I too have a fear of them being up mm-hmm. close and personal with me. 
but they're really good for the environment. Okay. Um, so as long as they're not near me, they, yeah, we're they, good. They they serve a good purpose. Okay. Um, there's something. I just want to make sure. Okay, so I want to go back to the seagull comment. Do you still call them seagulls at all, or do you? Me, not anymore. You don't. No, I've learned. You're a bird nerd now. Well, I like to say that I learn something (laughs) new every day and twice on Tuesdays. Okay. Um, The the hospital staff, the rehab team, they are so knowledgeable about. The, sure. the native and migratory wildlife that we see, and they're always telling me and educating me and the public about our wildlife and why it's we important to, to have visit. it all here. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So we're um, going to be adding a day a month next year to different yeah. um, community service areas, and right. that was one thing that we were going to talk to you about yeah. is having the team out yeah. to well, help in some way. And just in general, we have a visitor education center. It's not just the hospital, so we have a visitor education center that is open usually Monday through Friday, sometimes during season, and we don't know what season's going to look like this right. year, but during season on, on Saturdays as, as well. So there's it's a great place for adults and kids of all ages to come and learn more about awesome. what Crow does and about how we can be better stewards of our environment. So you're located right across from Sanibel School. Correct. Correct. If you, if you get to Sanibel School, you've gone too far. Yes. And is there, um, so obviously Crow has multi, obviously the main goal of Crow is the hospital and to help with the natural and migratory wildlife. But is there, what, and, and then the education center, is there a way to do any kind of fundraising? Do you guys do fundraising? Oh, yes. Uh, tell us a little <laughs> bit about that aspect of it. Oh, oh yes. Oh, you want to talk oh, about yes. that. Well, we're actually gearing up Taste of the Islands mm-hmm. is Crow's longest fundraiser and it's longest taste that Southwest Florida has had. So I know there's taste of the town and taste of the Cape, but taste of the islands is the longest. Uh, And so this year it's going to look a little bit different, but because some of the restaurants on the island aren't quite back up and running yet. uh, And many of our off island partners want to help. So we've got off island restaurants participating this year as well. And all you have to do is go to the restaurants. That's all you have to do. Just go out to eat. So your taste of the islands is at the restaurants themselves. It is. Because we want to to raise funds for Crow. It's a fundraiser. But we also want to be good partners with our restaurant friends who are struggling. And so we're trying to make sure that people go out and drive business to them as well. So I will say on November 18th, which is a Saturday, from 11 to 5, we will have trolleys doing a crawl around wow. Sanibel and Captiva, stopping at the, the participating restaurants. Oh, so, do you have a list of the participating restaurants that we can post on our Well, page? And, and we have a, a dedicated website, so Perfect. it's tasteoftheislands.org, um, and it will give you all of the participating restaurants, both on and off, and kind of you can link to their their foods and see the awesome. the route. And and I'm I'm really excited about just getting people back out on the island. Uh, Santa Bell and Captiva were hit pretty hard for sure, uh, and we're recovering. And the restaurants need us, and the businesses need us, and and we're just happy that all of our team is back on campus. Um, 
And you have a Facebook page at Crow. We have all the social yes. medias. <laughs> so they, my, one of my favorite things is when you do the releases. And they do the, yeah. live, you know, the videos of the release. And every now and then you'll catch Allison out there releasing yeah, something. It's they, quite comical. Some, so cool. Sometimes they'll let me do it. Uh, I, I remember right around Easter a couple of years ago, there was a bunny. And so I was like, I'm not, I, I told all the little ones in our neighborhood, I'm letting, I'm letting, you know, the bunny, the bunny go. go. The Easter bunny go back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we, we took care of him at Crow and I, um, we're releasing Aww, him back. That's so. awesome. Did Crow sustain, the building itself sustain any damage at Ian? So we have on our campus, we have three main buildings. Okay. We have the Visitor Education Center. We have the hospital. And then we have our dormitories because we're a teaching hospital. So we have, we have oh, wow. students that come. That come. And then, so those three main buildings were built post-Hurricane Charlie. So they actually did fairly Very well. well. Uh, and we have a plan at the beginning of every hurricane season how to make sure that the campus is ready if we have to have right. an evacuation for a storm or what have you. Then we also have enclosures where once a patient comes to us, they'll spend probably a bit of time in the hospital, but then we'll put them in species specific enclosures to make sure that they're ready to go back out into the wild and so those actually sustain the worst damage i'm sure so do you evacuate the animals for hurricane we did uh so for hurricane ian we evacuated all of our students and 160 animals the day before the storm We have, there are wildlife partners throughout Florida, uh, but a lot of them actually went to the the hotel with the students. So we had one hotel room that was dedicated to incubators and (laughs) and all the babies were in there. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Wheeling right up in with some incubators of sea turtles and... (laughs) What were they? Royal turns? Royal turns. Royal turns. I'm going to look that up now. Now, what's funny is when the hospital, or sorry, when the hotel lost power, as we all did, of course, during the storm, uh, our students couldn't heat up the baby form, you know, the the formulas, not the baby, the the specific formulas. So they were putting things in syringes and like sticking them under their armpits and doing squats and exercises (laughs) to to, like body warm. You know, the team... I, I, I'm just in awe of how dedicated our yeah. hospital and rehab and our students were uh, awesome. and are for yeah. those, those animals. It has to be neat to see so many of the animals I've watched over the years, things getting released or stories about things being brought in. And yeah. It has to be neat to see them all. It really is. You know, we, we hit 4,000 patients earlier this week. Wow. For the year, that's insane. And so, that's a lot. Uh, it's 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 a lot, but it's necessary. What's the average length of stay? So let's say it sounds like birds are the most common to come in. How long are they there before they yeah. are returned, or does it just vary? It it does. It depends on the severity of what has happened to the animal. Uh, I know we've we've rehabbed hawks that have taken several months <gasps> yeah. to to get back out there. Uh, but the whole goal is to get them back out as soon as possible because right. we really don't want them getting used to being around humans or relying sure, right. on humans. So sometimes a patient won't need to be in but overnight just to kind of hmm. recoup. And and sometimes patients don't even need to come to us. So we're always trying to encourage people that when you find an animal, 
Yeah. Make sure you call us first and to make sure it really needs to come to us. Because yeah. if you come across a nest of baby bunnies in your yard and you think, oh, well, mom's not right. there. Well, mom only really only comes to that nest once or twice a day. So leave just be, alone. Just, yeah. yeah, if you yeah. care, leave it there, right? Yeah. Mom, okay, Mom's the best yeah. one to take care of those babies. So. so if they do determine that they need to come to you, what? how, do, how does that work? If somebody's listening and finds a bird that's injured or, or whatever, what do they do? Well, uh, one, I'm going to refer you to our website. The mm-hmm. crowclinic.org has a what to do if you find Perfect. an animal. But we also have information there as well because... Not everybody wants to drive out to Sanibel to bring us an right. animal. But, and right. so we have a network of veterinarian partners off-island where you can take the animal there, leave it, and then we have volunteers that make a circuit once or twice a day to pick up those animals and bring them out to us. Oh, so okay. there may be a more convenient place if you're in the Cape yes. or if you're yeah. in Fort Myers to drop that animal off and, and we'll pick it up and make sure it gets, gets cared yeah. for. I think one of our, I, a couple of years ago, was coming off of, coming out of Cabbage Key, and we saw the sea turtle, and we're like, oh my gosh, but he was floating for a long time. Usually they just kind of, you know, right. which, it's such an amazing, I never get tired of seeing the dolphin and the sea turtle, so I, of course, whipped my boat around, and we called my friend Holly Smith, who was mm-hmm. former mayor, and she said, she reached out to you guys, well, we waited and waited and waited for the fish and wildlife, it had been hit by a propeller, which is so sad, that shell was cracked. We waited and waited till the storm came in, and then finally, as we were leaving, we saw them coming out. But I yeah. think he was yeah. found by them. But it was sad. Well, my funny story about the causeway. Well, that wasn't and, funny. Well, was no. Sad. Well, I have a funny one. <laughs> so I, it, it really wasn't funny either, to be honest. I was driving in high school, my friend's car, going to pick her up on Sanibel. She lived on Sanibel, but I took her car in to see a friend, and I'm driving over the causeway. And a royal turn yeah. was driving right. next to me, or flying next to me. <laughs> and, and as the royal turns, what do you call a, a pelican? Pelican. pelican. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the pelicans and the royal turns are flying, yeah. and I was not paying attention. And the guy in front of me slams on his brakes. I slam on my brakes, but the guy behind me slams on me. And it's like a domino effect. So there's five cars on the top of the highest part of the oh. causeway, the closest to Sanibel. Boom, boom, boom. I totaled my poor friend's car. Sorry, Holly. And I get out. All I could think is I broke my nail. And I <laughs> broke my there's nail. five hours of traffic. Holly could not get to me. And oh. the guy in front of me was watching the royal turn. And I'm like, are you kidding? It's a freaking seagull. And he... <laughs> You just created a massive pileup because of a world turn? Oh, my god! That's what I think of when I hear world turn. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry for I've never gotten out of memory. Yeah. I, yeah, well, you know, poor yeah. Holly in her car. <laughs> the world turn just kept flying. But yeah, that's my Well, and so memory. interestingly enough, we had, as a result of Hurricane Ian, we had some flamingos on the I, I know, we saw that. Earlier this year. That was so, so cool. Yeah. So w- where would they have come from? They probably just got blown off their migratory path. Um, normally, they're farther south, and so... Oh, I wondered um, if they were, like, at a zoo or at a, a, a place and they got... Wait, do the fl- flamingos fly? Yes. Yes. No shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. They fly. I'm thinking, I just they, how do they, they stay in the storm? Right, but how do they them. stay at Bush Gardens for so long? Well, like, clipped. wouldn't you leave? Their wings are clipped, right? Oh. I would think, yeah, probably. Because they're not. If they're, they're in not captivity. In, they're, and they're they're not able. Well, Somebody told me one time though that they they only take in injured birds that are that can't fly anyway, so that the flamingos that you're seeing there are being cared for. Because I don't know if that's true or not, but. It made I me feel better when I was there. Yeah, I don't know about Bush Gardens <laughs> policy. We at Crow actually have some animal ambassadors. So Mina, our great horned owl. We have Aww. Wallace and Gromit, our eastern screech owls. And they are non-releasable. And so we utilize them for education programs. They're your ambassadors. I like they that. They are our ambassadors. And Talon, our red-tailed hawk. And, How cool. And they also will serve. So Talon will donate blood to other hawks who have yeah. are affected by rat poisoning or Mina gets to be a foster mom sometimes. She doesn't like it, but she'll do it. Wow. Um, to baby owls when they come I love in. this. Yeah. So cute. How cute. Yeah. So it's like a little storybook you, out you, there. I it's it's such an amazing <laughs> place. How many people are employed there? We have over twenty full time employees. Wow. And uh yeah, it's it's a good team. It's yeah. A, yeah. And you're always seem to be having people come in and interested in being partners with you and Yeah, I think we've got a, a good reputation in the community for, yeah, for sure. caring for the wildlife yeah. and being good stewards of the funds that are given to us to take care of, of the animals. Sure. So I love that. Yeah. So um you know, back to being an attorney that when you know Obviously, that was your profession, your retired profession, or whatever you want to call it. Recovering, 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 recovering profession. Um, you practice a little bit of family law, mm-hmm. um, and obviously, we went to school together. We went to we Bishop Ferro together, just about and, ten years ago. Yeah, ten years ago. So, <laughs> so young. <laughs> We're little, young whippersnappers uh, here. <laughs> well, but you our just kids gave also. Away with that term because a whippersnapper is but, not young. So. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> Um, but a little bit but more about you. Al- you have Alex, your I son. Do. Our kids went to school together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky uh, mm-hmm. our kids, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alex and Maggie went to school together. Yes. Jack was a little younger. but um, And Alex is here locally still. He is. Yes, and he he's is. finishing up school and doing amazing. And um, you also, your your friend, um, Derek, is yes. a is chef. A chef. She's dating a chef. Oh, yes. how amazing is that? Here locally? Yes. He teaches awesome. at the culinary school and does private chef work. And, That's um, so right? cool. Isn't that neat? Yeah. 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 I know. Good for you. I, That's I'm exciting. a little jealous on that end. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who wouldn't like to date a chef? For real. I mean, right? John, I love you, but oh. who wouldn't like <laughs> we to love date John. <laughs> We love John. We love John. John takes a lot of heat in this podcast. No, but I mean, John. hey, if you got a I chef know. at home. Come home and Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, my only my best meals are the ones Jess cooked last night. I had her butternut squash soup. So They're, oh yeah, yum yeah, yum. I'm kind of on a soup so. kick right now. I know it's yeah. this weather. I made two because my mother in law is having trouble eating right now. So yeah. I thought she didn't like one of the soups. But <laughs> <laughs> so be it. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> It'll all work out. That's yeah. right. She didn't know how to listen to this anyway, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Pat. Oh my goodness. Anyway, well, we're really glad. If anybody wants to volunteer or financially contribute to Mm -hmm. Crow website, yes, which will provide time, talent, treasure. I'll take all three. Uh, There's a a 
specific tab on our website for volunteers. You can, you know, help with events. You could work in the baby room and feed baby birds and baby squirrels. Ooh, yeah. and, and you will not have to put the formula under your arm and you bounce will not up and down. Have, you will well, not maybe. have power. Don't, don't, well, you know, okay, I guess if there's... <laughs> And then, okay. and we honestly, we could not do what we do without our volunteers. Yes. Yeah, I yes, it's, they have really been the lifeblood of Crow of throughout course, the yeah. years, and so uh, we're we're just so blessed. And That's then, awesome. if you have um, the taste of the islands, is mm-hmm. what day? Well, it's from the fifth until the nineteenth. Okay, um, so go out. And you eat. can go yeah. out and eat at any of those restaurants, and then if you want to come out on the eighteenth, the Saturday. Please do. We're going to have some things at Crow. We'll have our animal ambassadors and some games and ice cream and Point Yabel Brewing is going to be there as well. And so, yeah, it'll be a it'll be a fun day for everybody. Take a trolley tour around the island. Take a trolley tour around the island. Go support. They need your support. Not only Crow, but the whole island needs um, support. The whole the whole island does. Yes. Yes. And, And. there, we are coming back, but it, it's going to take yeah. a bit, and yeah. we're just going to need people to be patient, you know, while the yep. causeway is under construction and and mm-hmm. and the island is un- under construction. Yeah. They've had a lot. They have a lot of the. I rode my bike out there a couple weeks ago. They had a lot of paths clear, though. I was so impressed. Oh yeah, so impressed. They, you know, they so come I love it right out. Really, there. really, and truly. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, head out for alcohol and animals. I and mean, food. I mean, food. What I mean, that's. Great trio right there. Yeah, yeah. great. Food. November 18th. Uh, so, and we will post your um, website. But thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having yes, me. Thanks, Alice. I'm Erin Harrell and Jessica Nolan with Old Florida Dream Team. Call us for all of your real estate needs at 239-744-1944 and follow us on social media at Old Florida Dream Team. Thanks for listening. <laughs>